Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee, and let's awaken our hearts together. All right, we're going to actually do something different now, something I have never, ever done before. Well, I can't say I've never done it because I did it yesterday. But before yesterday, I had never done it before. But I really, really felt like the Lord specifically told me to do this uh, here today with you all. I've I've been in church my whole life, and I've, I've never done anything like this or seen anything done like this. And I felt like the Lord just gave me every single word of what we're about to do together. But I really, really believe that the Lord wants me to lead you on a journey to meet with him, to have him speak to your life personally, and to reveal something, hopefully, that maybe you didn't know before. And so I'm going to invite the ushers now just to come down, and they're going to hand out a sheet of paper. And while they do, I want to just share a little bit of a personal testimony of something that's happened in my life recently. For many, many years, I used to wake up with a sense of dread, an overwhelming sense of dread, and it would only last a moment, and it was a constant companion with me. My alarm would go off, and the dread would flood me, and I'd take a deep breath and kind of hit the snooze button again as a way of sort of avoiding it and trying to fall back into sleep. It would only last for a few seconds or even a minute, and then I would just kind of take a deep breath, move on, and go on with my day, and I never thought about it throughout the day, and I never even recognized that it was something that was hindering me in any way. Last November, I actually went and received some freedom ministry. Now, what that is, is where you take stock of your life and you look at maybe areas of your life that, you know, where where there's ungodly things in your life and you repent for those things and give them over to God. And there's a team that prays for you and just breaks all of that off your life. And so the team that was ministering to me said to me, does the word dread mean anything to you? And I was like, oh, that is so strange. I mean, I didn't even think of it. It didn't come up in any of my prayer times. And I was like, well, yeah, like I wake up every day with a sense of dread. And literally in that moment, the Lord revealed to me a burden that I had taken onto my shoulders that I was never, ever, ever meant to bear. And that was where the sense of dread came from. And so we prayed, and God literally lifted that burden off my shoulders, told me the truth, and I was able just to see in a way that I hadn't seen before, maybe ever in my life. And so the next morning after this happened, I woke up early, early in the morning, before 5 a.m., without even an alarm clock. And I sort of had this vision, like a picture. It wasn't physical. I couldn't see it in the natural, but it was almost like I could either see it in my mind or my spirit. And it was like I could see Jesus, and he was kind of beckoning me like this. And he said, come, I have something I want to show you. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is, wow. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I ever saw that before. And so I got out of bed and I put my earbuds in and I put a wave sound on my ears, which again, I've never done that before either. I think I just wanted to drown out any distractions. And I closed my eyes and 
Jesus just brought me on this incredible, incredible journey and began to speak to me about the things in my life. And he, he, he talked to me about what had happened the night before and said that, you know, now that he had lifted that burden off my shoulders, that I literally no longer had to partner with anything that had to do with stress or worry or anxiety or just expectations or anything like that anymore. And he, it was like he just lifted all of that off my shoulders and I was instantly and completely set free from all of that. There was a peace that came over me on the inside of me. Like, like I, I manage stress well. I, you, people don't, can't really tell if I'm stressed. I don't really carry it on the outside. And I actually used to say things like, I love stress. Stress, like, it, it motivates me to, like, get things done. I used to kind of actually ah, make peace. I made peace with it. I thought, oh, this is just a part of my life, and I'm just going to bring this stress companion with me everywhere I go. God literally said, no, you don't, you don't have to live like that. And like the inside of me from that day forward has been, if, if I could, you know, if I could open up and see you, there, there's a completely different person on the inside. It is 100% peaceful, completely walking and living out of the rest of God 100% of the time. And listen, I came back from that experience into a very stressful situation that would normally have gotten me quite worked up, and it was complete peace and complete trust. I'm telling you, it is, it is transformed everything about how I live and who I am. And so, I truly, truly believe that many of us are carrying weights and burdens that are not of God. My burden, my weight was that I believed that it was my job to protect everyone in my church, my family, my staff, that it was my job to hold it all together and that there was going to be nobody there to protect me. That, that was the burden, the weight that I carried every single day when I woke up. Now, it wasn't conscious. I didn't really realize that that's what it was, but that's what it was. And, and the Lord told me that was never yours to carry. That was mine all along. And I li- he literally lifted the weight off my shoulders and it, it, it's absolutely and completely gone. And maybe you, like me, are carrying burdens, expectations that maybe people have placed on you or you've placed on yourself, expectations to be perfect. Or, or maybe you feel the weight of having to care for somebody in your life. You feel a pressure that, you know, their happiness is in your hands. Or maybe it's just something, a lie, a lie that you believe about yourself or a lie that you believe about how life just is. And you've made peace with this is just the way it is. Is. You know, so often we look around at, around at other people and we say, oh my goodness, well, their situation is so much worse. Like, really, like I should just be thankful. No, God wants you to have the fullness of life and peace all of the time, all of the time. I know life is not perfect and hardship and trial comes and many hardships and trial have come even since God has set me free. But there can be life and there can be peace in the midst of it because it's in God's hands. And so this morning I want to lead us on a journey to see if God wants to talk to you about a burden that you were never meant to bear or a lie that you were never, ever meant to believe. And I want you to just make room now in your heart for God to begin to speak to you. Are you ready? All right. So I want you to imagine yourself going on a journey, getting ready to go on a journey. And I want you just to picture in your mind, I'm not sure how visual of a person you are, just, you know, humor me as we go along. I want you to grab a backpack and put some supplies in your backpack because you don't know 
exactly where you're going, how long you're going to be gone for, because you're going to go on a journey that you've never done before. It's a new, you're going to a new place. And so I want you just to think about the things you might need for your journey. And there may be things coming to your mind like water and maybe some snacks and a flashlight or maybe a sleeping bag. But I actually want you to come out of the realm of the physical and I want you now to just kind of engage the realm of your spirit. And I want you to think about the things that you bring with you every single day. Just things that you wake up and they're constant companions that are with you, that you just bring with you every day. For me, it was stress and it was fear and it was anxiety and they were just companions. And I just cozied up with them and I tried to make peace with them and I tried to put a positive spin on them in order to cope, but really they were just companions I brought with me everywhere. And I want you now to look at the sheet of paper that you have, and there's a list at the top of some companions that maybe you carry with you every single day. And I want you literally to write down in a column down like this, all of the companions that you feel like they just come with you every day. Maybe it's insecurity, maybe it's um, unforgiveness, Maybe it's just a burden of, um, yeah, stress or weight, or maybe there's an addiction. Anything that's on your list, just make a list, and I'm just going to give you just a couple minutes to make a list of all of those things. And now, as you're just finishing up writing, I want you to imagine that each one of those words represents a rock. And it's a rock that you're going to put in your backpack that you're going to pack for the journey that we're going to go on together. So I just want you to picture in your mind just picking up each one of those as a rock and putting them into your backpack. And then I want you just to fold your paper and hold it in your hand. And I want you to grab your sleeping mask, the mask that was on your chair when you came in. And I want you actually to put your sleeping mask on I know it's a little bit weird, and it might feel a little uncomfortable, and I'm okay with uncomfortable, but if it makes you feel unsafe in any way, then just close your eyes. But I really want you to use your mask because I want you to use your mask because I want it just to be you and God. So I'm going to put some sounds. I want you just to start to engage your other senses now. I'm going to put some sounds up that you're going to hear that you might hear in nature. And I just want you to literally use your imagination. I want you to listen to the sounds that you hear and imagine where you might be. You might hear some birds, some water, some wind in the trees. I want you just to picture the landscape of where you're going on your journey. And I just want you to kind of rest in this moment. I just want you to rest, take a deep breath. And I want you to imagine putting your backpack on full of the things that you've packed for your journey. And I just want you to think about the weight of your backpack. Is it heavy? Just feel the weight of it as you put it on your shoulders. Take a look around. Pay attention to the sky, the weather, even the temperature of where it is that you are. And I want you to imagine yourself now walking on a path it's a narrow path, but it's worn down as though others have walked this way before. And pay attention to how you're feeling as you walk forward. 
you've never been where you're going, everything is new, it's unknown and you're not really sure what's coming ahead of you, but you've got your backpack with you, everything you carry around with you each day. So you just, you keep going, not knowing exactly what to expect. Maybe your bag is heavy. Maybe it's weighing you down a little. You wonder how long you're going to have to walk for. As you walk along the path, there's a bit of a clearing ahead. And you look ahead in the distance, far, far ahead, you see a man who seems to be waiting for you. And you realize that it's Jesus. And I want you to see or imagine Jesus, whatever he looks like in your own mind and imagination. I want you to see him ahead of you. There's still a bit of a walk to get to him, but you can see him. And I want you just to imagine him waving to you, smiling, so happy to see you, kind of beckoning you to come and see him. You see him at rest and waiting, and there is complete peace in his body and disposition. He's not hurried, he's not impatient, he's at complete rest as he waits for you as if he could wait for you for the rest of his life. A sense of anticipation fills you. You see Jesus and you wonder what he wants to tell you. You can still see that there's quite of a ways before you get to him, so you have some time to imagine what it will actually be like to be with Jesus. And you are struck by his peace and his stillness. And you stop for a moment just to catch your breath. And I want you just to focus for a minute on the peace that is radiating from Jesus. You're in awe of his perfect rest. And you take a deep breath, and I actually want you to do that right now. Take a deep breath and just breathe in his perfect rest and peace that passes all understanding. And I want you to take one more deep breath. And may you be overwhelmed with a sense of trust and rest that Jesus will make all things new in your life. Imagine that truth just for a moment. You're enveloped in a supernatural peace and you look up and you now see that Jesus is making his way towards you. You're filled with joy as you head toward him and the closer he gets, the more excited you are. He begins to run towards you as if he cannot contain his joy any longer and you sense that he's been looking for you and waiting for you for a long time and he embraces you and he holds you in his arms for an uncomfortable amount of time. He holds you until all the tension releases and the weight of your body and your bag is resting in his arms. And I want you just to think about your own body right now and I want you just to release some tension. Any tension that is in your body, just relax your body as much as you can. Jesus says, come, I have so much I wanna show you and tell you. He takes your backpack off your shoulders and you, you resist for a moment, but he assures you it's okay. And he carries it for you the rest of the way. He does not comment on how heavy it is. You journey a little while longer together and he brings you to a house. It's warm and inviting and you're weary and just the sight of it brings you comfort. You sit down on some chairs in the front porch and Jesus calls you by name and he tells you how much he loves you. 
your eyes leave his for a moment and you look at the backpack that's now sitting at Jesus's feet and you feel a little uncomfortable with his un unconditional love because you think that there are things in your backpack that disqualify you from his love and you don't want him to open it because you don't want him to know all the things that you carry around with you every day. And he looks down at your backpack and he says, you don't have to carry this around anymore. I've made a way of provision for every single thing in this bag. And this is what I believe Jesus wants to speak to you today. It's a word that I felt that he gave me as I was preparing, but I want you to know that whenever we speak on behalf of God or Jesus, it's important to acknowledge that we only know in part. So this came to me in a prayer time, but there's some of me in this word too. And so I just want you to receive what speaks to you and just leave the rest. But I believe that Jesus wants to speak to your heart today these words. Beloved, I love you more than you could ever know. Don't ever doubt your position in my kingdom. I have adopted you as my own and paid the price for your life with my blood so that I could legally give you a rich and immeasurable inheritance of my grace and my love, which is your provision for everything you could ever possibly need or desire. You have such a limited view of this inheritance. You think that there's a limit or that it only covers some things and you get stuck when you don't see the results you want right away or when things don't look the way you think they should. I came to give you life abundantly and I have done my part completely. There is nothing else that I need to do to make my work in your life complete. The full provision is there for you and I have already given you everything you need. You think that obedience is a condition of my promises and my blessings, but obedience is not the condition, it's the provision. Obedience to my word in every way unlocks the provision that you have need of. When you choose to love someone who has hurt you or even someone who despitefully uses you, then and only then will you unlock the provision that has already been made for you. This is hard for you because you get stuck on your own version of justice. You believe that you know and understand justice better than I do. You are afraid that you will be taken advantage of. But I ask you, how can you possibly take advantage of someone who is living out of a place of complete rest and peace in my unconditional love? This person has already won. It's the one who continually hurts you that is losing every time. And when you react or respond unlovingly, you lose every time as well. You have a choice about everything in this bag. You can choose life and receive life, or you can choose death and receive death to the joy and peace and love that I have given you. This is not conditional upon what has been done to you. How can I possibly say consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds? Because I have already made the provision for you to have joy in your trial. Obedience is not about following rules. You are the ones who reduce my word to a list of do's and don'ts. No, obedience is the key that unlocks the provision for what you really need. 
all of those things in your bag you've picked up along the way in an effort to cope with the difficulties in your life. But I want you to know that I was there the whole time and I will supply every need according to my riches and glory. I made a way for every single trial, hurt, burden, and pain. So you don't have to pick those things up and drag them around with you everywhere you go. I have already given you the way of love and the fruit of the spirit. These are my gifts, and I want to exchange every single one of these things for a gift that is found in me. My burden is light and my yoke is easy. You have a hard time understanding my unconditional love. How could I possibly love my kids so unconditionally, even when they reject me and blame me for the hard things in their lives? How could I so graciously and continually keep giving them all my love, all my blessing, and my complete provision? It's easy because I defeated death once and for all. I defeated physical death, but even more than that, I defeated and won over and beat and crushed all the spiritual realities of the choices that bring death, anything that would rob abundant life and abundant living. I love unconditionally because I have won. My love wins every time. I love unconditionally because I am the abundant life and this is my provision for you. This life I have given you is the way, the truth, and the life that I have provided for you in defeat of all death. The way of love has won. You wonder how people, you wonder how I could love people who reject me and my provision? Well, I wonder how my kids could ever choose to live with things that will only produce death and rob them of the abundant life, abundant joy, abundant peace, and perfect rest that I have already given to them. I love you more than you could ever know. Don't ever doubt your position in my kingdom. I have adopted you as my own and paid the price for your life with my blood so that I could legally give you a rich and immeasurable inheritance of my grace and my love, which is your provision of everything you could ever possibly need or desire. I'm going to ask you now just to lift your masks and I want you to open your sheet up again. And I want you now to ask God, what is my provision? We'll get a few lights on so that you can see your sheet. And I literally want you now to look at your list and I want you to cross off those companions and write the provision right beside. And if you're not sure what that provision is, it's likely the opposite of that word. That word that you wrote down, that ungodly companion, it's likely the opposite of that. And so I want you to actually physically do that because I want you to see those words, those words of inheritance, those words of provision written on your paper for you today. And when you're done, you can fold your paper back up. And I want you to put your masks back on one more time. And I want you now to imagine yourself giving your bag and your list to Jesus, surrendering it at his feet to receive the provision that he has made for you that is full of abundant life. The Bible tells us that we come to God the Father through the Son, Jesus. So now I want you to imagine Jesus bringing you to the Father who represents complete security, refuge, 
protection, covering, authority, safety, acceptance, approval, and rest. Your heavenly Father God now picks up your backpack and puts it on his shoulders. And your loving Father leads you as you go on a walk together down to the water. And I just want you to imagine walking down to the water. It's very still. It's so beautiful. And this water represents his provision and abundant life for you. And as you imagine yourself now just resting with God beside still waters, I want you to hear the words of the Father speak life and truth and power and identity over you. This is an exchange. Every single word that I'm about to read comes straight out of God's word. These are the things that he says about you. My precious daughter, you may not know me well, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I'm familiar with all your ways. The very hairs on your head are numbered, for you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being, for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. All your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and I brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could. For I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hands, for I am your provider and I will meet all of your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts towards you are countless as the sand on the seashore and I will never stop doing good to you for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all of my heart and my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe every tear from your eyes and I will take away the pain that you have suffered on this earth and I rejoice over you with singing. And this is now time for your exchange. The burdens that you have carried, the things you have believed are being traded for the abundant life and peace and joy and love and patience and kindness and gentleness and goodness and rest. Something new for all the old things that you have been carrying around. 
And as we prepare to close, I want you to imagine now your heavenly father, your Abba, your kind and loving Papa or Daddy singing over you right now. These are his words to you. May these words of love, devotion, and provision so deep into your heart. If you want, you can remove your mask or you can keep it on, but I just encourage you to stay in just this attitude of stillness as we sing, as God sings his heart over you. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast, and you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.